Welcome to Content Heroes, everyone. We have a very special episode for you today. As you already may know, we're celebrating the one-year anniversary of the Content Heroes podcast this week. So I went back to several of our amazing guests from the first year and invited them to join in the celebration by sharing a quick message with us about how their approach to content helped them become an influential leader in their niche. This episode is jam-packed with so much wisdom and helpful strategies, and I cannot wait to share it with you. But first, I have a couple of quick announcements. This Thursday, October 22nd, is the official anniversary of Content Heroes, and it just so happens to be the day after my birthday, and we're continuing the celebration by recording another live episode. So I've spent the past year interviewing over 40 influential business leaders on this podcast, but for this episode, my friend Naduk is turning the tables and interviewing me instead. We're going to dive deep into my journey of starting this podcast and everything I've learned along the way. I would absolutely love for you to be a part of this special live episode with us, so head on over to contentheroes.com slash Facebook to join the Content Heroes podcast community so you don't miss out. And next, the moment you've all been waiting for, (laughs) that was my attempt at a drum roll. (laughs) I am so happy to announce that as of today, my book is officially available. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know that I've been teasing it for the past few weeks, and now it is finally here, and I am so excited. So the name of the book is From Content Hero to Business Hero, The Secret to Creating Content That Fuels Business Growth. And in this book, I'm sharing the lessons learned from 50 episodes and interviews with other business leaders that use content to catapult them from influential leader status to their respective niches. So you'll find a lot of the same voices in this episode come through in the book, and we dive much deeper into the topics that we share here today. Based on real-world conversations, experience, and insight from over 40 influential business leaders, this is definitely not your average business book. So if you're serious about growing your business and influencing your niche with content, this book is a must-read for you. So head on over to businessherobook.com to get your free copy and start reading it right away. Once again, that is businessherobook.com to get your free copy today. And now it's time to hear from these 13 entrepreneurs how their content has helped them become influential leaders in their niche. So let's jump in. You're listening to the Content Heroes Podcast, where entrepreneurs, marketers, and creatives share how they've built profitable businesses on their own terms by creating content online. And now, your host, Josiah Goff. All right. First up, we have Stephanie Campanella, founder of Nail the Niche, from all the way back in episode 12 of the Content Heroes podcast. Hey, Desire. It's Steph, and thanks so much for the opportunity to share my story about niching again here. Uh, your question, uh, my approach, and how it helped me become the leader. I am the only one. Like, I am the leader in this niche. I have been in the niche for 10 years. And I'm the only one, I'm the only choice. It's funny when customers are brand new to the niche, they follow me and they're not quite our ideal customer because we don't take on new customers or startup customers. Um, And from our content, they would see that, but they would become um, engaged and follow all our content. And once they can afford to work with us and their business is in that position, then they attack an approach and it's just a no-brainer to actually sign on straight away. The guys that are in the industry for a while, they've already got someone working with them like me um, and they're more established and they actually fit our ideal customer. Those guys stalk and also come on board because of our content. So um, content 
is what makes you the hero. I'm trying to play some words on your content heroes um, podcast name here, but yeah, I can't stress how much content creating really good content um, is really important for you and your niche. And it's the only way to get ahead. I mean, like I say, the first step to niching is actually picking the niche. The second part of niching is actually doing the damn work and stepping in and becoming the authority. So, um, yeah, I did it and I love it. And um, it just keeps giving. So, yeah, I highly advise you to get into a niche and build the content. Next up, we have Chris Ducker from Episode 42, who is the founder of Youpreneur and widely considered the expert on building a personal brand. Hey, what's up? It's Chris Ducker here from chrisducker.com, founder of Youpreneur and a real true blue content creator and marketer. Uh, creating content for me and you know, positioning myself as a leader in my niche through that content has been absolutely instrumental in the way that I've not only built my business, but also my personal brand and my other businesses around that personal brand. Um, I think there's two big keys here more than anything else in regards to the actual approach that we've utilized content on. And that is number one, first and foremost, is it's always got to do one of three things. So it's always got to either educate or entertain or just plain inspire one of those three things. And then the second big thing is that we've been consistent. We've been consistently writing blog posts, recording podcasts, and shooting and publishing videos for a decade. And that has not only given us the opportunity to be able to create more business opportunities for ourselves, but it's also enabled, you know, through the content that we create to position myself as the CEO of the businesses, but also as a genuine leader in our industry and in our niches as well. So um, I'm a big advocate of creating content. I'm an even bigger advocate of creating incredibly helpful original, valuable content, and doing so on a consistent basis. Next up, we have Dana Malstaff from episode 15, who's the founder of Boss Mom and an expert on content strategy. Hey, Dana Malstaff here, founder of Boss Mom and creator of the Nurture to Convert Society. When I think about my approach to content, I think one of the things that is unique that has helped me stand out is that I don't believe that content can stand alone on its own, just for the sake of content. I think that content has to be married with the kind of community kind of culture that you want to create. In a world now where so many people are making so many things and putting them online, the differentiator is no longer that you are helping somebody do something. Uh, really, when it comes to our content, the differentiator are the opinions that we have about the way our industries work, the way the world works, and the way that we work as people. And we marry that into how we create our content. We mention those opinions and those beliefs in our content and create loyalty, not just for the good content that we create, but for the kind of person that we are and the kind of business we want to run and the kind of world we want to live in. And because of that, I think putting that into our content and ingraining that in what we teach alongside very tactical or strategic content 
that creates a sense of loyalty and connection with your community. Now that has helped me stand out because I now teach a lot of people how to create community and culture. I now teach people how to templatize and create frameworks for what they are uh, building for their audience, but how to marry that with their opinions in a way that helps draw in their ideal client and then get those people to really become loyal, avid followers. So that has helped me really stand out. And I think that we all need to consider um, how we're creating content and how we are marrying in our ideas and our opinions around the content that we create. Next is Pete McPherson from episode 27, who is the founder of Do You Even Blog? What's up, Content Heroes listeners? My name is Pete McPherson from Do You Even Blog? Doeveblog.com. Thank you very much. And how has my approach to content helped me become a leader in my niche? Well, thank you for considering me a leader. You know what? That's what I aim to be, first and foremost. Not an expert, not an authority, even a leader of people to do the right thing and make more money. That's what I try and help people with. And so here's my answer to your question. I'm going to make up a name for this on the spot. I'm going to brand it right here on the spot. Are you ready? The unique snowflake approach. Goodness gracious, out of all of my private students in Online Impact, that's my membership community, who are doing the best work, making the most money, growing their audience the fastest, they're not focusing on SEO. They're not focusing on Pinterest traffic. They're not even focusing on Facebook ads. They're not even focusing on all the nitty gritty marketing techniques, hacks, hints, frameworks, formulas. They're not focusing on that stuff. They are focusing on providing unique, underline, content. Stop with the cookie cutter approaches. It doesn't work. It's 2020, 2021 when this comes out. I don't even know. The the cookie cutter crap does not work anymore. Even if you get some short-term gains here and there because you've nailed a blog post that's on page two of Google, what happens next month when Google changes that algorithm? What happens when Pinterest changes their algorithm? We've seen it in 2020 10 times already. The people who are lasting, making the biggest impact, and therefore growing an audience for their business from their content, they are not worrying about those things. They are being themselves. Ditch the cookie cutter content. Again, I'm going to brand it the unique snowflake approach. Be vulnerable with your audience. Be real. You don't always have to talk about them. You can talk about yourself. You know, we, we do the what's in it for me thing all the time. Well, you know what? You don't have to do that. That's kind of a given, but you don't have to do that. You can tell your own stories. My most popular blog post on my website, I literally started off the blog post saying, this blog post is not about you. It's about me. I'm supposed to write things for you. This is not that post. This is about me. That's the number one blog post on my entire site right now. Ditch the cookie cutter stuff. Stop fretting over SEO. Stop fretting over Pinterest marketing. Focus on helping people in the best way possible and obsess over standing out, the unique snowflake approach. Forget what everybody else is doing. Unfollow everybody in your niche if you want to. I don't actually suggest doing that, but you could. Focus on providing value and focus on standing out. Focus on providing value. We say that all the time, but how many of us are actually obsessed with that? Very few. We're focused on growing and getting traffic. We're not focusing on adding value. And then focus on standing out. Forget what everybody else is doing. Do the content you want to do. Write the content you want to write. Produce the YouTube videos you want to produce. People can see that in 2020 and 2021 and beyond. The unique 
snowflake approach. As you can tell, I feel very strongly about this. Thank you, content heroes, for having me back on the show to rant and ramble for just a few minutes. Again, find me at doevenblog.com. I love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Go make a ruckus, as Seth Godin would say. I love that. I'm stealing his line. Go put stuff out into the world that needs to be there. Next up, we have Neen James from episode 30, who is a renowned speaker and author of Folding Time and Attention Pays. G'day! Happy anniversary, content heroes! My name's Neen James, and what a privilege it is to be invited back to share with you. When Josiah asked me about how my approach to content has helped me become a leader in that space, I had to give this some thought. My body of work is all around the idea of productivity and attention. How do you get attention, give attention, and make sure it's intentional attention? And I narrowed it down to three things. What's really helped me is the first strategy, and that's be real. Just be you. Be the right version of yourself. I'm the same on stage and off stage, in print and in person, and that makes it easier. But be who you really are. I use words like fabulous and fun, and I love champagne, and that's what readers know. So have have an opportunity to be real. Someone who's great at this is Michael Barber. If you follow him and his brilliant email marketing strategies, his Instagram stories, and the way he shows up online is exactly like what he is in person, in a ballroom, as a keynote speaker, or doing a virtual presentation. The second strategy is be consistent. We need to show up for our audiences and we need to create a relationship with them so they have an expectation. If you send your newsletter on a certain day every single week, keep showing up. If you do lives every day or a certain time of the day or the week, keep showing up. If you send tweets at a certain thing about a certain topic, stay consistent. Someone I admire about this is Anne Handley, who publishes Total Anarchy. Every other Sunday, it's the first email I open. I look forward to her newsletter. Imagine if people looked forward to your newsletter. And the third strategy is be valuable. When we are sharing content in any form, whether it is a newsletter, an article, a blog, a post on social media, or maybe even showing up at a real event. Be valuable. Share content that's going to really enhance the lives of people, not just professionally, but also personally. How can what you share be applied to multiple areas of their life? Someone who does this incredibly well is Megan Cristal of The Well-Dressed Life. Her daily blog, her Facebook group, her social media posts are beautifully consistent, very elegantly presented, and every single post is valuable. So three ways that you can really help be a leader in your space using content is be real, be consistent, and be valuable. My name's Neen James, and what a privilege it is to share with you today. Next is Shane Sam from a couple of episodes back in episode 52. Shane is an expert on membership communities and host of the Flipped Lifestyle Podcast. Content has allowed the Flipped Lifestyle Podcast and Shane and Jocelyn uh, to become a leader in our niche because it allows us to go into people's lives. It allows us to communicate with them on their phone when they listen to the Flipped Lifestyle Podcast. It allows us to be you know, with them in their home as they're sitting in bed or sitting on the couch looking uh, at their computer while they're surfing at night or maybe even on their TV if they're watching one of our YouTube videos or uh, watching one of our interviews. It allows us uh, to be discovered just like a friend would introduce us to someone else. Content allows 
other people like content heroes podcast or other podcasts. We may do an interview on magazines that we get featured in, whatever it is that content allows someone they trust uh, to introduce us to them. And, you know, that commitment to creating content consistently every week to prolifically promoting the content that we do create every single day and relentlessly following up with anybody that engages with our content, whether it's a comment on Facebook or replying to an email that somebody um, writes in that keeps our brand top of mind that keeps Shane and Jocelyn in front of them. And then even if they're not ready to join one of our membership sites or purchase one of our coaching packages or, or buy something from us at that moment, uh, we know that as long as they're engaged with our content, we're going to stay there with them. And when they're ready, we are going to be the authority that they turn to. We are going to be the voice that they listen to. And uh, that is not possible if you're not a consistent, prolific, relentless uh, content creator. It really lets us stand out um, in all the noise because they know they can count on us. And we're going to be there. And the trust is already built up before they even buy. Next up is Louisa Joe from episode 40, who is an online business mentor and expert on helping people go from employee to entrepreneur. Creating high quality content uh, and a lot of it and consistently has been incredibly essential to so many aspects of my business, to establishing leadership, to building my audience, to building a relationship with my audience, and to ultimately build the trust, the interest, and everything that I needed to be able to drive sales and build a multiple seven-figure business. What it has really come down to is this. I work in a very crowded space. There are a lot of options. And while I know the value and benefit and uniqueness of my products and what I have to teach both for free and in my paid products, someone new to me doesn't know that. They don't know how I'm different from anyone else in my industry. And so what are they going to be able to use to differentiate me and to learn about me and what I believe in and to see if our values align, it always comes down to the content. And really, it hasn't ever had to get complicated or fancy. I started just doing uh, Facebook posts years ago, uh, doing Periscope back when that was a thing. And I would just get on, I would be at this weird angle because I didn't know even the basics of how to do a good video or live stream. But I, I shared what I knew. And I knew a lot. I had a lot to share. And I, I love teaching. And I teach in a very unique to me way, as we all do. And from day one, that's what had people saying, oh, whoa, this Louisa person is different. This is someone I want to learn from, from what she's saying, from what she's said. I, I want to learn from her. She gets it. I really connect with her. And so to this day, really, I've got a few key things that I do not miss in my business. There are very few things that I myself personally do nowadays, but there are a few and most of them are content related. I publish a weekly YouTube blog. I write um, almost 
at least three to five times a week uh, emails to my email list. And I publish a bi-monthly blog article. And those are some of the key pillars to my business that continue to grow my business and to really ensure that I've got a strong relationship with people who are new to me and people who have continued to love everything I have to teach for the past five, six years. I hope you're really enjoying this special episode, but I want to take a second to remind you about my new book, From Content Hero to Business Hero, The Secret to Creating Content That Fuels Business Growth. So my Content Heroes podcast grew my business and influence in my niche exponentially, taking me from content hero to business hero in just 12 months. And in this book, I'm sharing the lessons learned from 50 episodes and interviews with other business leaders that used content to catapult them to influential leader status in their respective niches. Based on real-world conversations, experience, and insight from over 40 influential business leaders, this is not your average business book. So if you're serious about growing your business and influence in your niche with content, this book is a must-read for you. So head on over to businessherobook.com and get your free copy and start reading it right away. Once again, that is businessherobook.com. Next is Shannon Mattern from episode 33. She's the host of the Pep Talks for Side Hustlers podcast. So I love this question of how my approach to content has helped me become a leader in my niche. And I think my approach to content is to just give my best stuff away freely and show up and serve people. And that approach has um, led me to lots of different opportunities to get in front of other people's audiences and teach everything that I know. And that approach has really helped me build some really deep relationships with other business owners who serve my ideal audience and also um, for the people that I serve because they get so much value out of the content that I create that they're constantly sharing it with other people who need it. So, um, you know, just showing up and, and giving as much as I can and, and as much as I know in those short periods of time where, you know, I have the opportunity to get in front of other people um, has just it's truly helped me immensely. And then my other approach to content is just to be fully transparent about everything. Um, you know, I, I produce income reports on my podcast and I share everything that I make and I spend down to the penny in my business. And I think that that approach helps people um, trust me and want to see, you know, want to follow me and see what's possible for them um, because I'm just a few steps ahead of them. So it's just so rewarding to have a job, quote unquote, where I can show up and just be fully myself and be very generous and um, and build those really deep relationships it's unlike anything that I've uh, ever been able to experience in corporate. And I just, I, I love being able to create content that just helps other people. Next up is Nick True from episode 23. Nick is the founder of Mapped Out Money. I think there's two main things that have helped me become a leader in, uh, in my niche or in the niche of personal finance. And the first one has to do with choosing the platform that I'm going to create content on. Um, and, and how I chose that was sort of a combination of what are my own personal strengths? And then where's the audience that I'm trying to reach located? 
for me, I had first started out creating content blogging because I read a lot of blogs and I thought that's what I need to do. I liked blogs. There was a lot of personal finance blogs. It seemed like the natural way to go. But I really was not that great of a writer. And that was evidenced by the fact that I wrote every single week for nearly two years and saw almost no uh, results or impact from that blog. And so finally, I had a, a good friend of mine say, hey, you know, n- no offense, but writing is maybe not your strongest form of creating content. You actually are much better talking. Uh, have you considered creating video? I really hadn't, but luckily it was, um, you know, really nice of him to sort of point that out and not be afraid to to give me that sort of harsh news. And so I decided, okay, well, let me let me do that. Let me see if he's right. Maybe I am better leaning into my strengths of speaking. And so then I sort of said, okay, well, if I'm going to lean that way, where's the audience located? What platform should I focus on? Should I create video content for Facebook or Instagram uh, or YouTube? There was, you know, no TikTok at the time. Long story short, I felt like the audience I was trying to reach and, um, you know, speak to was on YouTube. And so I decided to go all in with YouTube and uh, my very first video got more views than uh, any of my blog posts, uh, which was a pretty good indication that I should choose to create content based on my strengths, not just based on what everybody else around me is doing. The second thing I wanted to share that I think has helped um, sort of with my approach to content is never ever thinking about what I'm going to share based on what I'm going to share for free or what I'm going to ask people to pay for. So, you know, I do one-on-one coaching with folks. I have group classes, courses, and things like that. And I never think about, okay, is this something I'm going to, you know, keep in my class for just my paid students, or am I going to put this out there for free? I simply try to focus on making the absolute best content possible on any given topic that I decide to create content on. And I will give everything away. Any information that I possibly have, I'm going to give it away. And I do a lot of um, software tutorials for budgeting tools. And so I don't I don't sort of parse out and try to think about, okay, I'm going to show this feature in a YouTube video, but then I'm going to do all this other stuff um, in my actual classes. I don't think about my paid products versus free content to differentiate based on the information. And what this does is it it helps elevate my free content to be as good as I can possibly make it and hopefully better than what a lot of other people are putting out there because they are holding back on their free content. I basically put it all out there and then I work off the assumption that my students who do want to pay me are going to pay me for some other reason than just the information. It's going to be because they want personalized feedback. They need one-on-one help or they need uh, help in the group setting, or maybe they want accountability, or maybe they just want the camaraderie and the community aspect of a group class. Basically, there's some other reason than just the information alone that they're going to pay for my uh, products and services. So for me, think about your strengths and what kind of content you need to create. Make sure you're playing to your strengths and then don't hold back with that content. Give your best and put it all out there. And I think that's what's going to draw people to you and see you as a leader in whatever niche you're in. Next, we have Azul Tarones from episode 17, who's the co-founder of Authors Who Lead. One of the ways that I've used content to help me in my business and as a leader is to realize that It's not the amount of knowledge you have when you are growing as a leader. 
It's your ability to articulate why you're unique, meaning what makes you stand out above the rest. Now, I'm not talking about achievement, success, or even goals. In leadership, having a unique perspective is one of the reasons people can identify that they want to follow you. So oftentimes, when you start out to do something, you can easily start to think about um, other people, what they've achieved, who they're interviewing, how important that person is they interviewed, or even uh, creating content for blogs or articles. Those are all important strategies to grow as a leader is to to connect with even uh, leaders that are maybe a little farther along than you in the journey. But one of the things you need to realize is that your unique voice is the way to allow people to know you are someone they should follow. If you constantly only regurgitate other people's truth, then they will only know you through the lens of other people. So having deep conversations, for example, in my podcast, what I really wanted to do to set myself apart was to read deeply into all the books of the the guests that I have on my show, and then to ask thoughtful questions that are still stirring my mind. I want to have an opinion about them. I want to push back. But content really comes from a unique lens. You can amplify your view by maybe getting content shared on other places, like being being featured in other people's um, blogs or podcasts or in the media. But if you don't have a unique opinion, it's just going to be a blip and people won't really know why they should think of you or follow you rather than someone else. So I've used content strategy as a way to connect with people that I think will help me uh, change or grow, help me understand the world differently, and also to allow me to demonstrate my unique perspective. So definitely one of my strategies wasn't to see how many downloads, how many likes, how many follows I get when I share content or create content. It's more about how do I uniquely position myself so that that person I'm sharing with in that moment can accelerate my understanding and maybe even amplify my message because they say something like, wow, that's that's something I haven't heard before or that's something that makes me different. On my podcast, one of the things I do with my guests is what would make this a really great interview for you? And the more popular or the more, let's say, elevated a leader is that comes on my show, a New York Times bestseller, for example, I recently interviewed Gay Hendricks, who's the author of The Big Leap. And when I asked him what would make this a great interview, he said, ask me a question no one else has asked me before, and that would make it a great interview for me. And that's quite a, a lot of pressure because he's been on uh, interviewed by 2,500 uh, radio personalities, TV shows, including Oprah. So my goal was to be thoughtful about that response and really help help him get something out of it by being intrigued, by being interested and not being asked the same questions, but also it helps me shed light on my unique perspective as it relates to that content and that leader. So I hope that you think really about your unique, your unique voice that you have. Um, the reason probably you follow so many people that are seen as leaders is you appreciate the way they see the world, how they frame content. And every time you think of content as a way to amplify your, your uniqueness, that's how you can end up grow, change, and uh, develop a followership that is based on something that you uniquely share with the world. Next, we have Monica Froze from episode 46, who is a Pinterest expert and founder of Redefining Mom. I'm a busy mom to two young children. So my approach to content is that I don't have a lot of time. So I chose to focus more on going deep with my community instead of trying to be everywhere at once. And the two ways I did that particularly to become a leader in my niche was to one, focus on sending very meaningful 
and thoughtful emails that not only address the topic, uh, which I discussed, which is Pinterest advertising, but also how it relates to building a business, particularly for moms, and how Pinterest ads can really help you achieve your goals in less time. So the first way was email marketing, and the second way was through challenges. Uh, I found challenges to be super effective, and also you can repurpose them very easily on Evergreen. So I have uh, run a challenge, the same challenge for the last three and a half years. I've done it live four times, but it's also available on Evergreen all the time. So I'm constantly driving leads there, uh, and it's content that I only had to create once, and it's used over and over again. So between leveraging email marketing with one core piece of content for my main offer, uh, I was able to really leverage my community in a very uh, deep way while also bringing in sales uh, or new leads, I should say, consistently. Next up is Michael Barber from episode 48. He's a top email marketing expert and an award-winning marketing leader. When I think about a thematic for my content and why and perhaps how it's helped me become a leader in my industry, the theme that I come back to over and over and over again is utility. This idea of being practical, uh, regardless of how attractive the content is. And I say that as a theme or a thematic for any audience, whether I am speaking at a conference or whether I'm writing for a client or writing for my fellow colleagues or for a brief or whether I'm teaching in front of students. The thing I think that is a common theme across all of those opportunities, those content opportunities, it is utility. And I say that because when we think about what really impacts people, it is being helpful, especially when it comes to sharing content. It is the ability for our audience to absorb that content in as simple a framework as possible and to apply that content, that learning, that knowledge, what we're sharing in the most practical way possible in both the near term and the long term. And so as I think about that thematic of utility, it is what I come back to every time I sit down to put pen to paper or every time I sit down to put mouse to keynote or PowerPoint or guide or lecture. It is how I can serve the audience in the most utilitarian way to be practical, to be as useful as possible. And finally, we have Matt Johnson from episode 32, who's the author of Microfamous, and he's going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is podcasting. Hey, it's Matt Johnson. I'm an agency founder, a podcaster, and uh, the author of Microfamous. And when I think about the question of, you know, how, how has my approach to content helped me to become a leader in my niche, um, there's a couple things that I, I did right, and, and initially I stumbled across them as strategies. Uh, the first one was to launch my own podcast, and the second was to then go out and get featured as a guest on other podcasts. And, and here's what I've realized about what's going on in the world of content right now. 
which is that all the focus, all the attention, and a lot of the ads that we see are all focused on helping us do things on social media and mostly about helping us create more content, right? More content from scratch, more live videos, more posts, more, 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 more. The idea being that if we are the ones that just show up and shout the loudest and shout the most often, that we'll get the attention we want and then the attention will translate into sales. And unfortunately, that's just not happening for a lot of people and they don't know why. And uh, um, because I come more from the world of coaching and consulting, and I was using podcasting to to deliver a message into the world that resonated with the right people, I've never had to spend a lot of time on social media, and I never went down that rabbit hole of of being available and being active every single day on social media. What I've done is by hosting a podcast and by getting featured as a guest on other podcasts, I'm able to put you know various clips and bits and pieces of that on social media. And more importantly, I've been able to have other people share me on social media as opposed to me having to do all the talking about myself. That's really been the thing that's been uh, probably the most critical is that when you're doing things like podcasting and being a guest on podcasts, It equips other people with what they need to spread the word about you organically, especially if you give them the right idea to spread. That's way, way more important than showing up and figuring out how to do more content, to be more active, to be more engaged, to produce more and more and more. So if there's if there's anything that you can take away uh, from from my example and, and my experience is that I hope that you kind of get clued into the world of podcasting because really in the business world, that's where people are looking for answers and solutions to the problem. Uh, they're not going on Facebook and Instagram looking for solutions to their problems. They're looking for an escape from their problems. And so it's a different environment. So to me, the answer is not to create more content for social media necessarily. The answer is to go where the people are looking for solutions and be there and then let them talk about you on social media and create something and give them something that's worth talking about. So that's been my experience. Hopefully that's, uh, that's helpful to everyone in the listening audience. Wow. This has been one of my favorite episodes of all time. Thank you so much for listening to the content heroes podcast. If you want to dig further into the topics we talked about today and hear more from some of the people featured in this episode, then go grab a copy of my new book from content hero to business hero. The Secret of Creating Content That Fuels Business Growth. If you're serious about growing your business and influence in your niche with content, this book is a must read for you. So head on over to businessherobook.com and get your free copy today. And until next time, go be a hero, everyone.